and welcome back to Sit Down With Saz. Today I am doing a solo podcast and I'm just going to talk to you all about like my Christmas strategies, what I tell my clients to do, what I kind of do myself, the approach that I take and how best to kind of maintain your progress and also a little bit about why you shouldn't wait until January to start on your goals and I hope you enjoy. Brace yourself because I'm about to use the C word. Christmas. So from conversations I've had with my clients and from conversations I've had with people on Instagram, there is a lot of anxiety surrounding Christmas, especially from those of you who may be in a fat loss phase at the moment, who are in a calorie deficit or who maybe are taking their training really seriously and they're prioritizing nutrition. Or also it can be from people who are maybe have plans in the future, in January maybe, to start on their goals, like their fitness goals, their health goals, their physique goals. This is where all the anxiety is coming in because from the people who've been in a deficit or have been in this fat loss phase already, they are terrified of taking 10 steps backwards when they've come so far. And that's generally because every Christmas that they've had up until now, because that's about to change, every Christmas they've had up until now has all of their goals have gone out the window. They've binged like hell, they've drank, they've ate, they've done literally everything that they've been trying to stop themselves from doing all year. They just dive head first when it comes to Christmas and everything goes out the window and they just stop prioritizing themselves and their goals. So that's gonna change now because you don't wanna feel the way that you feel in January every year. You don't wanna feel like that because that feels fucking horrible. Like it doesn't feel good, you don't feel well, you feel shit in yourself, your clothes don't feel good in you anymore, you just beat yourself up. It's just not a fun time. So we're gonna take the time now to try and preempt these things and plan for them and put in some strategies and maybe some mechanisms to help us maintain where we're at. The first thing is Christmas, when people think of Christmas, they automatically start thinking of the whole, almost like the whole winter season. They don't think of it as the whole two days that it is because Christmas is literally two days. It's Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. That's Christmas. It's not Christmas after that. After that, it's St. Stephen's Day. After that, it's nothing up until New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. And then again, it's you know, it's over. But people take it from basically when it starts getting cold to January, mid-January. That's when people consider Christmas. When in reality, it doesn't have to be like that. If you look at December as a whole, obviously December itself is four weeks. But if you look at it as a whole, like you're probably going to be working. I'm just taking this in a, in a real general sense. But you're probably going to be working right up until like the week of Christmas, if not right up until like a couple of days before Christmas. You might even be working on Christmas if you're someone who does like shift and all that kind of stuff. Why would you throw everything out the window when you don't even really get your holidays until like that week anyway? Why would you do that? So if you actually open up your phone and you start looking at the weekends. So today is the 26th of November. This probably won't be out until next week. But if we look at December, so there, the weekend is the 3rd of December. So that's Friday, Saturday, and then the 10th, the 11th, the 17th, the 18th. And then the next weekend then is the 24th, 25th. So in reality, you probably have one night out each week. That's Saturday on each week. So that's only like four nights out, four nights out. Why would you throw all of your progress, all of the stuff that you've worked on so hard for the last however many months, why would you throw all of that out the window just for four nights out? First suggestion is to look at that calendar, see where your social occasions are, and you'll see that you actually have a lot more days where you don't have shit going on than you do that you do have shit going on. So that's gonna be the first step. So that's the first step to making it 
less overwhelming. The second thing then is let's just move your calories to maintenance. What's wrong with maintenance? I think people have like, they're always looking for progress every single week. So even if it comes to like normal check-ins, right? There's some clients that I have and if they will maintain for one week, they're almost mad at themselves. So it's like, oh, I should have done more. I should have done more. I could have worked harder. And it's like, hang on a second. You maintained. That's a win in itself. You had loads of social occasions all week. You didn't reset your calories that week because you were out and you did this and you had that event. And I don't know why that's a, I don't know why that's a loss. You know, people need to change their perspective on maintaining. Not every week needs to be progress. Like that, you will have social occasions. You will have things that are more evolved around food. You will have things that are more evolved around drink and kind of just chilling out and being with people. And that's okay. And if you can maintain during those times, then you're winning. Like you're absolutely winning because you're not taking any steps backwards. And if anything, you maintaining is you learning to trust yourself that little bit more and learning that it doesn't have to be so scary and it doesn't have to be any of these times that you maintain. It doesn't have to be bad. Like it's not bad. I've never once, well, first of all, I've never given out to a client anyway, but I've never once been disappointed in a client for them to maintain. You know, also I've never been disappointed in a client, but I've never been disappointed for someone if you know what I mean not disappointed in someone yeah I think we need to try reframe the way that we look at maintaining is maintaining the worst thing that could happen if you decide to do that for these next four weeks if we take December as a whole no it's definitely not what's probably the worst thing that could happen is you decide that you're gonna stay in your calorie deficit you're gonna try really hard you're even gonna go into a bigger calorie deficit to make up for the calories that you're gonna be going over that's probably the worst thing you can do because that's 100% gonna result into you going overboard when you do go drinking or when you do go out for meals and stuff like that you're not going to have any sense of balance. So you may as well just take the pressure off yourself and just go to maintenance. It'll just be a really good time for you to let your hair down a little bit and not have such a heavy focus on numbers and understand that maintenance isn't a bad phase. It's a phase where you can just chill and you don't have that physical pressure on yourself because like I said, every week, everyone's looking for progress. Everyone's stepping on scales. They're taking their measurements. They're taking their progress pictures. They're, they're looking in the mirror to see if they can see new lines. Like this is what people are doing. And we need to take a step back from doing that and from over analyzing your body so much and wanting it to perform all of the time. You know, if anything, this maintenance phase is gonna set you up so well for January. Like, so so well for January. Can you imagine how happy you'll be going into January knowing that you've just maintained for the week for the whole month of December? Like can you imagine how happy you're gonna be? Because I promise you right now, unless you are someone who is willing to give up their entire lives just in order to lose weight or to lose a bit of fat, I can guarantee you right now you aren't going to be losing a whole pile in December. You're really not. So it's either why not take it look the same now, uh, look the same as you do for December in January, or put on some weight, put on the fat, put on the stuff that you've lost and take away some of that progress in January because that's what's going to happen. Because it's not going to be, you're not going to make a huge amount of physical progress in December if you stay in a deficit. That's just the harsh truth. So yeah, that's my, I think it's the second or third point, can't remember. The next thing that I think you should do is start thinking about when Christmas comes around, let's say even Christmas day or Christmas Eve, you know, when you're kind of sitting around with all your family after you've had your meal and stuff like that and you're watching TV, what are the things that are around that you find yourself like consistently like overeating on? Like, is it the bags of roses? Is it the celebrations? Is it the Ferrero Rocher? Is it the potatoes? What is it? And let's maybe start including those foods into your days now. If we can do that now, you're not going to overconsume them on Christmas. You're not going to do that. You're going to eat 
what you want. Yeah, you're probably gonna eat more than you need, but that's okay. It's Christmas, you can do whatever you want. But my point is that if you start including them now, they're gonna have less of a hold on you and you're not gonna feel like shit the following day. Because you know you're gonna be stuffed anyway from Christmas dinner and the desserts and all the extra little bits that are in the place. Do you wanna add a binge into that? Probably not. So if we can start implementing these things now and start implementing some control over them. And the thing is people overeat on these things because they keep them for special occasions. Whereas these things don't need to be special occasions. It's just chocolate, they're just potatoes. They're actually nothing that special you can get them in Tesco probably any day of the week all year round. There's literally nothing special about them. You can have these whenever you want. It's just you kind of stop yourself from having them. You don't allow yourself to have them until Christmas. Does that make sense? So then you overeat them and you overconsume them. And then when you overconsume them, your automatic first thought is to be like, okay, I can never have them again. Not until next Christmas. They're going away. Not having them now again until next Christmas because they're bad. I overeat on them, etc., etc. When that's not the case. So if we can start including some of those foods that you do find that you kind of maybe lack a little, little kind of bit of portion control over if we can start including them and have them on a, on a regular basis you're going to be much more equipped to deal with that when christmas comes along and they're not going to have so much control over you you're going to be the one that's in control and ultimately that's that's the goal is it not so then when it comes to your training so just because we're going to a maintenance phase doesn't mean that you stop training it doesn't mean that you just eat shit all the time it doesn't mean that you don't care about your water and all you drink is alcohol or, or all you drink is Baileys and it doesn't mean that your activity levels go to shit it doesn't mean that you stop these things you still keep these things going it's just you're doing them with higher calories that's all it is so if you can keep your training up like you might want to take a couple of days off training so again I have my calendar up here so you'll probably take Christmas Eve probably take Christmas Day probably take St. Stephen's Day and probably the following day you've got a whole one two three four you've got a whole four days then until New Year's Eve so you can train so it's literally just one two three four four days that you're taking off training that's it you don't have to take three four five weeks off training just because Christmas is there you know Keep your training there. Training is what's going to make you feel good. It's going to be what's make, keeping you active. It's going to be what is giving you a little bit of focus. And because you're going to be on maintenance calories, you're going to be a whole lot stronger. So it's a really good time for you to work on progressive overload and, you know, start enjoying your training. Start, start feeling really strong and just showing up for yourself. Because remember, the gym isn't just a tool for you to lose weight. It's not just a tool for you to change your body. It's a tool for your mind as well. You never, you never feel bad after a workout. You just really don't. So keep that up and start working on your strength and stop training just for fat loss or weight loss or whatever it is that you're training for. Start training for your mind. Start training for you to recognize how capable your body is of doing things and start appreciating that because not a lot of people can do that. So that's another thing. When it comes then to nutrients, like you need to make sure that you are keeping nutrients in your diet, in, in, in your diet while you're in this maintenance phase. Like again, just because there's higher calories doesn't mean you forget what vegetables are, you forget what fruits are, you forget what whole foods are. You're gonna be you're gonna feel so much better if you can just factor in your events and your meals out and your nice bits. You're gonna feel good consuming those as long as you consume all your nutrients and regular food along with that as well. So it's important to keep that up and to keep an eye on your fiber intake. Fiber is something that I actually talked to my story about yesterday. I'm gonna save it as a highlight. So if you do want to find out a little bit more about fiber and why it's important, flick over to my Instagram and watch that highlight. Water is another thing that you need to keep on top of. So again, just cause we're taking some time on some higher calories and we're drinking some more alcohol doesn't mean we forget to drink water. Water is so important. Water, because you're gonna be having more calories, you're gonna be having probably more carbohydrates, you're gonna be having more alcohol. Now, more than ever, water 
is so important. So keep your water consistent. If you're someone who only drinks 1.5 liters, let's work on having two liters now. If you're someone who only drinks 500 ml, okay, let's work on having one liter and keep building up from there until you get to a point where your pee is clear. Well, it has like a slight tinge of yellow. It doesn't want to be like super clear all the time, but keep drinking whatever amount it is that allows your pee to be kind of clear and then you're hydrated. And if you're looking after that, you're looking after yourself. And the same thing then with activity levels. So when I mean activity levels, obviously we have the training aspect, but getting out for walks, keep your steps high, keep them to what they are, keep your routine somewhat the same. The only days that need to, your routine kind of needs to change is when you are going to your occasions. And those are only gonna be for a couple of hours each day, you know, for the days that you have things planned. Keep your activity level high. And that in turn will help with your dieting phase. And it will also help you just solidify that routine. Getting outside and getting some steps in is gonna be hugely beneficial for your head. Especially when a time when you're surrounded by so many people, you need some time on your own. So that's also important. So then it comes to going out, if we are allowed to go out, we don't know what's gonna happen with restrictions or not. But if we are going out and you're going out for meals and you're going out for drinks, Think about it like, do you really need the full three course meal every single time you go out? Probably not. Maybe pick one or two of those occasions that you have meals coming up and be like, okay, this is the one where I'm going to a really nice restaurant. I do really want to have starter mains desserts and I don't want to think twice about it. And pick that. Don't go and do the full shebang every single time. Try to have a little bit of awareness about your choices that you are choosing and still look at menus in advance. So like have a look at the menu and think about what's probably the best option for you to go for that isn't going to see you being overly full. You're not going to overeat. You are going to still enjoy it. You're not opting for the salad option. Just have a look at the menu beforehand and see what's there and see what your options are. And maybe like share a dessert with someone, maybe skip the starter and just have the main. You could share your portion of chips with someone if you wanted it. You know, that kind of way, these little swaps are gonna make a huge difference for you. Even for asking for like sauce on the side or no cheese on your burger, all of these things add up. So it's important to be aware of those and try to implement those small little changes because those are the ones that really, really matter. And then when it comes to looking at the menu in advance, the whole purpose of that isn't so that you can plan everything down to a T. It's more so that you can have an idea and you can take the time yourself to look at the whole menu. Cause you know, when you're in a restaurant and you're with a load of people, you're all chatting, the waiter comes down to take your order. Nobody's really looked at the menu. You make a decision on a hop and it might not have been the best decision for you. You might not have even wanted what it is that you ordered. You probably panic ordered. So if you just look ahead, you actually have time to read through it and think about the best option for you. So that is what I would suggest doing. And it also gives you the opportunity to be like, oh yeah, no, I really want dessert in this place. So I'm gonna have this dessert, but maybe I'll pull back a bit on my main course. Maybe I'll share chips with someone instead, things like that. And when it comes to the drinks then as well, like you're probably gonna have a lot of cocktails. There's probably gonna be things like that. So I'm not saying don't have the cocktails, but maybe don't stay on cocktails for the entire night. Maybe have one or two cocktails. You're probably talking about like 600 calories for like two cocktails. Maybe have one or two and then swap back to the drinks that are a little bit lighter. So like gin and slimline or vodka and diet, whatever, diet Coke or diet 7-Up or whatever it is swap back and don't stick to that to that cocktail for the entire night because you will rack up quite a bit of calories also prepare yourself for the hangover like if you follow me on instagram you probably hear me talking about this all the time prepare yourself so that you don't get so bad of a hangover 
Have water in the fridge for when you get home and have water in the fridge for when you wake up in the morning. Absolutely vital. Like, absolutely vital. Uh, Dioralite beside your bed so that you take it before you go to sleep. Like, lay out your pyjamas. Like, have your even comfy clothes ready for the next day so that when you wake up in the morning in your hungover state, you can take your Dioralite, drink your water, take your paracetamol, go for a shower and then get changed into comfy, fresh clothes and you don't feel like such a sack of shit. (laughs) So these things make a difference. These are the things that are going to make you keep all the progress that you've made. These are the things that are going to make you feel good. Like I said, you don't want to feel like a sack of shit. Nobody wants to feel like a sack of shit. I refuse to believe that. All it takes is a few minutes of preparation and a few minutes of thinking of what future you will thank you for. I have never once regretted having my diorolite, having my water, laying my clothes out. I've never once regretted that because it's actually what made me feel that little bit better. And even if you do wake up and you're absolutely dying, even after doing all these little bits that you've done for yourself, imagine how much worse you'd actually feel if you hadn't done those bits. Those are more little tips that you can take for when you're going out and going out for meals. And you can kind of apply that to any night out. It doesn't just have to obviously be for Christmas. I would never (laughs) go on a night out without Dioralite and without water in the fridge. I don't care how late I am, I'm running to the shop, I'm getting Dioralite and I'm making sure I've got water in the fridge. I don't care. If I'm late, so be it. I'm prioritizing myself. Like that's what you gotta do. You gotta start looking after you and putting you number one. So that's that. So there's my information. That's my two cents when it comes to Christmas. Actually, before I forget, I was talking at the start of this podcast about people who maybe have these goals in mind that they're gonna start in like January or whatever. And that's fair enough. Look, if you want to start in January, that's absolutely no problem at all. But why would you not start now? Why would you not start implementing some habits, implementing some structures, implementing some routines, and just basically looking after yourself? Why would you not start that now? Because it seems insane to me to wait another four to six weeks before you actually start looking after yourself. Does that not sound a bit mad that you're just going to put yourself in the back burner and continue to feel like shit until mid-January? I just think that's insane. Like, to me, that sounds... I just can't imagine why you would do that. Like I said, if you start looking after yourself now, can you imagine how much better of a position you're going to be in in January and how much better you're going to feel? You're going to feel like you had a head start on the year. Even if you don't go into a deficit, you don't have to go into... Like, let's say if you're going to fat loss, you don't have to go into that deficit. But even if you started implementing like the walks the training getting into the gym um now is probably a really good time for you to start the gym as well because it's fucking dead inside there it's really dead so it's a good time for you to start into the gym and to get comfortable in that environment even if you do just stick on the treadmill that's a huge start you going out for a walk you doing your food shop you you looking ahead and thinking about what your week is going to be like and trying to implement some self-care like these things are massive things that you could be doing right now that you don't have to wait six weeks to start. Imagine how much better you're going to feel in six weeks time, looking back, being like, I'm so fucking glad that I actually took the time to put myself first, even if they were really small steps, even if it was just getting out for a walk every day, even if it was just reading two pages of my book every day, even if it was prioritizing getting my food shop done on a Sunday, even if it was making my lunch the night before or making my breakfast the night before so that I don't have to do it in the morning time. These are all so small these are all these are all the habits that I get my clients to do like we go into detail about these things because these are the things that matter anyone can fucking calculate your calories anyone can do any of that if you don't have the habits and structures and routines you're not going to get anywhere and you're going to feel like shit all the time moral of the story don't wait until mid-January to start looking after yourself would you be happy 
if your friend told you or let's say if you're a mom or whatever and you've got a child or you have someone that you really care about would you be happy with someone saying that they feel like fucking shit now but they're actually just going to continue feeling like shit till mid-January would you accept that for them because I wouldn't I wouldn't accept that for somebody that I love I wouldn't accept that for anyone that I care about I'd want them to start feeling good now <laughs> that's my that's my ramble and I hope that helped somebody and even if you're even if you were thinking of like let's say it was one-to-one coaching if you're not ready for that don't forget I have the solo series which is just your uh, training programs you get loads of tips about like self self-care awareness there's assessment trackers there's so much information in there for literally 19.99 a month like you literally couldn't get it cheaper you get two training programs every single month so one for the gym and one for home so like I said it would be a good thing for you to maybe invest in so that now while the gyms are so fucking dead you can start going in and start using that prog- program and stop and start getting comfortable in the gym it's a no-brainer it's an absolute no-brainer but anyway that's that i hope you enjoyed that podcast and like i said flick over to my instagram because i created that little highlight about fiber that i chatted about because i know i mentioned fiber in here earlier so if you want to know more about that just flick over to that highlight yeah hope you enjoyed the podcast and if anyone has any questions please do reach out if you enjoyed it please share it with your friends if things going to help someone let me know share it to your story tag me in it anything at all greatly appreciated and have a great day